It's time for the PSL Radio Show. For all you need to know about the Premier Soccer League, fixtures, results, and all the latest news. Proudly brought to you by APSA. Today, tomorrow, together. PSL Radio Show. It's FM South Africa's news and information leader. Now, the round of 32 for the 2016 Nedbank Cup got underway uh, just last night. The uh, fixtures, of course, for the first round on what is South Africa's National Cup, the big one, as it were. It will uh, continue till the 8th of March. It's next Tuesday. And I'm delighted to say that we've got the acting CEO of the PSL, Mato Matlala, on the line. Uh, Mato, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Good evening, and thank you very much. And uh, the pleasure is all mine. Thank you for inviting me to your show. The pleasure is all ours, you mean. But, uh, I mean, people love the underdog, don't they? I mean, I suppose the Nedbank Cup is the best opportunity we have of witnessing the ultimate David versus Goliath stories in football, isn't it? That's true. And not only that as well, uh, for players as well, um, uh, or not only the, the teams who are underdogs, players as well, because they, it's their stage, it's the biggest stage that uh, players play in the lower ranks and they have an opportunity, firstly, to play at FNB, what a pleasure. Secondly, to be on national television. So it becomes a dream come true for the, for the, for the younger players and the up-and-coming players. Yeah, I was with a couple of the Santos and Tata Bucks players last night down in uh, down in Cape Town, and they were just loving the opportunity to be able to uh, watch themselves on television, record the match, and watch themselves on television, showcase their talents as well in the uh, in the actual matches. But if if I can ask you on talk about showcasing talent, I mean, what do you think of the Nedbank Kiona initiative and its impact in unearthing more South African talent, like uh, Ian Chikoa at the moment at, at uh, University of Pretoria after captaining the Kiona team last season? Uh, and uh, he, he's now been signed by the uh, Amatuk side. A couple of other players as well that are really some inspiring stories. Not only that, uh, from last night as well, I can name a few teams that are already, uh, the checkbooks are out, they are already chasing the players that they saw in that stage. So it is truly, you know, uh, making dreams come true, making it happen, uh, as they say. So it doesn't only start with the Kiona, it starts now. Because uh, each and every player I know uh, in Devon, Golden Arrows will be playing uh, um, Milford, and already, you know, the, the, the haircuts, the, the boots that uh, the players will mm. be sporting from Milford. I went and I've, I've spoken to them as well. So it is, it, 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 it's, a big, it's a big deal for them. Yeah, I mean, just how, just how substantial is it then for, for in particular, the not just the lower tier clubs, but for some of the SAFA regional teams where, where they really genuinely get very little uh, nationwide exposure? It is. It, uh, it, 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 it's like that. Because uh, it's not easy to be on, on, on television. Majority of coaches are to deliver. And no one is prepared to take chances with unknowns. So here is this platform now. And if you go back, there was a Figuizolo, a Andile Figuizolo, who played for Thunder. He was snapped. He went to Supersport. And he's currently at Golden Arrows. So when, when, when players look at the history, they look at what has happened in the past, uh, it is true. You know, it's not just their dream. Uh, some of those dreams have been made possible, you know, with other players. Yeah. In fact, just last night I was having a little uh, discussion about uh, Rantabane, who's now on loan at Ntata Bucks, but he's a Pirates player. And he was signed after playing for Maluti FET when they thrashed Pirates 4-1. You remember that three, three not, years not ago? Thoroughly embarrassed, them, you know. Yes. Uh, and somebody said in inverted commas, uh, look at what how the artisans, you know, uh, uh, taught uh, pirates uh, how to play football. That's true. 
It was indeed. It was indeed. I remember Senzo. Senzo used to cringe every time I mentioned that game. But uh, <laughs> but let's, let's let's talk about the relationship with the PSL and uh, NetBank. How how significant is the the, the relationship? Uh, it's, an, it's an excellent relationship. I think we are going over. I think this is the ninth, this is the tenth year, and uh, the intention from both sides is for this relationship to continue. And I think the general public as well would love to see that, you know, because it, it's not just the players who are already there. Uh, it involves families because we all know uh, uh, if, if a player is signed by a PSL, we know how quickly lives change. You know how quickly things happen for the families. So it's not just the relationship between the PSL and NetBank as well. It's the general public with NetBank because they are saying to NetBank, thank you very much. Let's talk about uh, Soweto Derby in the first round. Some people are saying this is a great thing. Other people are saying this is a bad thing. Ultimately, though, uh, it is a great deal of excitement about the, uh, the opening round of the, the tournament proper having Chiefs and Pirates clashing. Uh, what's your take on this? It's, it's good for football. And number one, it also it, it shows uh, uh, the public that uh, the draws are never rigged. Uh, with people saying it's not a bad thing. Uh, if, the, if the draw were rigged and uh, maybe those people are saying it's bad for football, would have loved to see this game playing uh, as a final. But I'm saying if you look at the excitement, you look at the games that are being played, I mean, anyone can beat anybody. And I'm saying then that excitement, it's a good thing. Let them play out. One of them uh, is going to be out of the tournament. And who knows who could be in the last tournament. And the, the football that's being displayed as well is good for us. It's good for everybody because you never know. Up until that final whistle, you never know. Unlike in the past where uh, if the big two were, were knocked out, then the excitement is gone. I mean, just had the last excitement uh, with the Sundowns and um, was it Ajax. What an exciting game. So every game that is played now, doesn't matter who the teams are. It certainly doesn't matter who the uh, teams are. But on a cut note, what message do you have for the three PSL teams that remain in the CAF club competitions? I know it's tough. Um, I know uh, I sit with them. I know how difficult it is to get to some of the places that they have to go to. I know the last one that that Kaiser Chiefs had to go there to chatter, and uh, it is not cheap because when they come back, we've got a long list of uh, league fixtures, cup fixtures, and it's just unfortunate that uh, we've got a full season. Uh, other parts of the world, other parts of Africa uh, do not have all the, the, you know, the tournaments, the league that uh, we have. It's not as organized as we are. But uh, everyone who gets in that, gets in that knowing, gets in that aware that uh, this is what is going to happen. Um, Ms. Acting CEO, if I could ask on a, on a separate note, obviously there were some uh, distasteful scenes between uh, Orlando Pirates and Bloemfontein Celtic uh, supporters at the end of a, a recent league match. Uh, to fans attending football matches, though, what message do you have, uh, especially regarding this so-called hooliganism? We are saying to fans, we cannot root out the hooligans on our own. We are saying to fans, we are going to pursue those hooligans, not only internally. We have opened up the case with SAPS. We are going to charge them criminally if it means we ban them from coming to football. But I am saying on our own as the PSL, we will not be able to achieve this because we might not be able to spot and see who are the people that we've seen on the footage. Fortunately, the footage that, we, that we've got is clear. It's going to be out there. We are asking the public to assist us in identifying them so that we criminally charge them. And if it means they go behind bars, that's what we'll be pushing for as the PSL. 
so that when people go to games, when I take my family to a stadium, I must feel safe when I sit on the stands, I must feel protected when I'm on those stands, and we will not tolerate, excuse the French, the nonsense that the hooligans are trying to bring to our football. From, uh, from, uh, from, certainly from one of the iron ladies of South African football, uh, Martha Majlala, it's great to chat to you. Thank you very much for uh, sparing time as acting CEO of the PSL, and uh, uh, enjoy all the Nedbank Cup action that awaits. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. A message to all South Africans. Our shareholders may change, but we at Barclays Africa remain focused on serving you, our customers. We employ 42,000 people, and we have the largest reach in Africa with over 1,200 branches and 10,000 ATMs. Our destiny is Africa, and our business is one of shared prosperity. To find out more, please visit www.absa.co.za. APSA is a registered financial services provider. From power plants and rail corridors to car factories and space science, Creamer Media's Engineering News offers comprehensive coverage of South Africa's real economy and the companies and people that make it tick. Subscribe now at engineeringnews.co.za. Creamer Media's Engineering News, not just for engineers. Hi, I'm Jeannie D. I'm Bonang Mateba. And I'm Bonnie Mbouli. And welcome to our apartment. As we take you on a journey of self-expression. We do it stylishly. We do it lavishly. From food, fashion to DIY. From live performances to inspiring stories. This is your time. Express your curiosity. Express your boldness. Express yourself with Afternoon Express weekdays at 4pm. Find us on 3. Insuring one of the top 100 companies listed on the JSE is quite a nice feather to have in one's cap. You can be prouder still if you insure five, and those who insure 10 have a lot to celebrate. At Suntum, we insure 86, which proves that we know a thing or two about protecting the successful businesses of others. Speak to your broker about how we can protect your business, or visit suntum.co.za. Suntum, insurance good and proper. An authorized financial services provider. PSL Radio Show. It's FM South Africa's news and information leader. Let's talk uh, Supersport United now. They uh, may have lost to Mamelodi Sundowns on Tuesday, but Olin Park certainly came to life on Saturday. Jeremy Brocky scoring a hat-trick to help Supersport United to a 4-2 win over Jermo Cosmos. And uh, delighted to say we've got the hat-trick hero uh, from uh, this past weekend, Jeremy Brocky on the line. Jeremy, thanks for joining us. Hello. How are you? It's good to be here. Yeah, well, great to see your hat-trick. Congratulations on the, uh, on the, on the hat-trick over the weekend. How, how did that feel? Yeah, uh, thank you very much. Uh, it was a wonderful feeling. It was my first Patrick in professional football, so I've been waiting a while for it to, to happen. I've, I've uh, been on a brace plenty of time, but uh see that third one go in. It was uh, a very good feeling, and, and uh, of course, to get the three points was uh, much needed as well. Yeah, not to mention that the fact that it had been five league matches since you scored. I mean, for 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 Messi, that's an unthinkable drought. For for somebody like you, though, that scores so regularly, five games, I suppose, uh, to come back in emphatic fashion must have meant a little more as well. Yeah, look, um, obviously, as a striker, your, your job is to put the ball in the back of the net, and um, all strikers go through, apart from Messi and Ronaldo, good and good and bad <laughs> patches, and. Um, I knew that um, I was still getting chances during that that dry spell, but um, I needed to be a little bit more composed and and uh, concentrate on hitting the target and, and making the keeper work. And um, Cosmos caught me on a on a good day. 
Yeah, I, no, I, I tell you, the, the way the way you've been forcing goalkeepers to make saves, at least, just give me, gave me a sense that obviously you hadn't lost any touch. But, Jeremy, I, I, I want to mention to you, I mean, there was a, a defender that I was chatting to, he'll remain nameless, but he told me a little while ago that he'd, he'd worked you out and said you won't be scoring regularly anymore. But, I mean, here you are, you're joint top uh, the season scoring charts across all competitions. You're the same as Collins and Masuma. And having been the player who scored the most goals in South Africa over the last calendar year, I mean, is, does it come down ultimately to just how hard you work? Yeah, look, um, I guess uh, when I first came to South Africa, no, no one did really know too much about me, and um, that sort of worked in my favour, and I was able to hit the ball in the back of the net on a regular basis. And then um, I started off the season... Um, quite well as well and then uh, maybe a few defenders did work me out but and then it was up to me to, to go go away and, and um, work on a few other things to, to try and, uh, and get myself in different positions to be able to start scoring again and um, now especially since um, Coach Baxter has, has taken mm-hmm. over he's put me into sort of a different role now and um, I, I seem to be getting back to, to scoring goals and, and getting a lot more chances and um, I'm, I'm enjoying working on him, that's for sure. Yeah, he's uh, he's revived a couple of careers. Ask uh, Spiro Chabalala and he'll tell you a story about him playing on the right wing as a, as a, as a left winger. Took him, took him back to his very, very best, believe it or not. But Gordon Higgerson had, had an inherent faith in you. And, and, and no doubt Stuart Baxter, he's familiar with you. He's familiar with your ability. He coached Chiefs against you last season. But did you at any stage feel you needed to prove yourself worthy of the, the starting striker role to Stuart after he arrived? Um, I think... Uh, when, whenever a new coach comes in, uh, like you mentioned, he, he does sort of have an overview of the squad and, and what players can and can't do. But I think one good thing about when a new coach does come in, um, it sort of puts everyone on that level playing field again and everyone has to fight for for, uh, for a starting position. I guess when he first came in, um, he, he didn't want to disrupt um, the starting eleven too much. So that gave me that chance in that first couple of games to try and prove um, worthy of a starting 11 spot and, and to work hard in training. Um, the way he plays is a lot different to, to um, how, how Gordon played, so um, it's taking a little bit of time to adapt, but slowly by surely we're getting better and better and, and understanding the way he wants us to play. And It's a difficult position for him, obviously, because he's coming midway through a season and um, he's trying to, to sort of um, bring a whole new philosophy to the club and uh, he can't give us too too much information at a time, otherwise we sort of get a little, little bit confused. So he, he's slowly drip-feeding it to us, and we're understanding now how he wants us to play, but um, you can still see every now and then we'll slip into our old habits, and um, I guess that's why, as a team, we've been conceding um, goals of our own fault, because we just lose that sort of focus and concentration and, and go back to our old ways and, and, uh, and seem to be getting punished for it. So the more that we do work with Stuart, um, you'll see those mistakes cut out and, and we'll start keeping clean sheets and uh, winning more, more games on a regular basis. Yeah, I'd love to see what you actually do next season after you've had a full pre-season with uh, Stuart Baxter where I know he, he tends to inculcate his players with uh, his ideas and philosophies even even more. But Jeremy, let's let's look ahead now. You've got the Nedbank Cup immediately ahead. Uh, another competition for you to score in, of course. Morocco Swallows is your competition next week, Tuesday. But there is side, sentimentally, South Africans have a soft spot for Morocco Swallows traditionally, but they are languishing in the bottom of the National First Division at the moment. Though, do, do you read anything into that at all uh, with them as your opposition? 
look, obviously it is uh, sad to see where they are on the on the league now at the moment because they, they were in the PSL and and they gave a, a couple of teams a good run for their money last season. So it's unfortunate to see where they are in the in the log in the division below at the moment. But at the end of the day, um, the cup game and and that could be a good thing thing for them because it takes their mind off where they are in the league. So we can't take um, swallows lightly. We know that they're going to be up for it and. Um, there's always um, upsets in cup games and we're going to be making sure that we're not one of them. On a separate note, has it been different since Michael Boxall arrived, having a, a fellow Kiwi being around day in, day out? Yeah, no, look, it's, uh, me and Boxall have been um, together for a very long time and, and been in a lot of clubs together and um, played in the national team um, a lot together. So it's nice to have him here and um, it took him a little while to settle, but I think now he's, he's fit in and um, is is quite used to the the South African style of play, and um, he's enjoying his time here in Supersport now. And um, I think he's only going to grow and get better. But it is nice to have a Kiwi here to to bounce ideas with and and hang around with us, of course, as well. And no doubt was giving you grief about uh, scoring. He was higher on the goal scoring charts at one stage than you were. Uh, he scored your first goal of the in the league this season. Yeah, I know he was ahead of me for a while, and then when I went through that dry patch, I think he scored again against Sack. So he reminded yeah. me not to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not to not to keep that gap too close, otherwise he might be breathing down my neck. <laughs> well, Jeremy, always delightful to chat to you. Best of luck against Morocco Swallows, and indeed, as you uh, close out your league uh, campaign. Cheers, thank you very much. Good to chat to you. Dwayne DeLocker on SAFM. SFM South Africa's news and information leader from uh, Supersport United player. Now we go into Mamelodi Sundowns player. And Denison Youngo is that man. It's uh, Sundowns stretched their absolute premiership unbeaten run to 18 games with a 2-0 win over their uh, 20 rival Supersport United at uh, Masterpieces Muriba Stadium on Tuesday, of course. Uh, we've got to be focusing on the Nedbank Cup and the way forward for this Mamelodi Sundowns side. Uh, star goalkeeper of Sundowns, Denison Youngo is on the line. Dennis, thanks for joining us. Hello. Yeah, thanks very much for, 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 for following me. Uh, always great to chat to you, Dennis, but uh, let's talk about this. Domestically, you're unbeaten in 22 consecutive games. Uh, where, where does a run like that come from? Well, uh, it's been a, a lot of hard work because uh, definitely we didn't start off well as a, as a club and uh, we were knocked out of the suspension pit uh, as soon as the first game and Obviously, the supporters were not happy with the way we were performing, and you know we had to to lift our game because it was not looking good for the club, and definitely for the coach they were calling for his head, and uh, we had to to do something as players because it's not the coach who was playing; it was us who were playing. You talk about how it got there, but what is it like being in a team where you're almost constantly in the groove? Well, uh, it's, uh, it's it's more challenging because uh, uh, definitely the, the 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 management will always ask for results, and uh, obviously the supporters as well because uh, they want the team to winning trophies every season. And for us, it's more challenging because there's no space for error, and uh, that's what we we tried to do uh, in the last couple of months where we, we didn't start off well, but we managed to pick up ourselves and get the results for the team. And talking about you on an individual level, I mean, you're keeping a growing number of uh, clean sheets. You happy with where your game is right now? Well, definitely, I'm uh, I'm happy with the way I'm, I'm going as a goalkeeper and the way the goalkeeping department has been doing. So, uh, I didn't start off as, as number one for the season. I was having a few challenges and a couple of injuries, 
Kennedy played and uh, Wayne also came in through and he got a couple of clean sheets and it's good for the club because we, we, we have goalkeepers who can uh, who can play anywhere and uh, that's what they've shown when they came in as as as, as uh, number one goalkeepers because when I'm injured anyone can play in my position and uh, it gives the the club more confidence in everyone who's around us. Dennis, I, I don't know if you if you know this, but I mean, you've won four league titles, of course, three with SuperSport United, and of course the one with the Mamelodi Sundowns, and only the current uh, Bitvis Bit star Dane Clayton, and uh, Sundowns legend Michael Manzini have won five league titles. But what would what would it mean to you to to win a fifth league title and be then the most decorated foreign player to have ever played in South Africa's professional leagues? Well, uh, it means a lot to me, and. Uh Obviously, they have stayed for years in South Africa, and uh, you know, it, it's not, most of the time it's a challenge where you don't get to to win the league, which is a marathon. And for me, it's still it's still a long way for me to say that I've won it again for for Sundown. But I, I, we believe at this moment that we can we can win the league, and uh, still a couple of games to go. But uh, uh, it's also a challenge for us because we need to concentrate and win the last couple of games so that we we, we retain the league title. So for me, it's a, it's a big challenge, but at the same time, it's a, it's an achievement in life. Yeah, but uh, talking about the league, 10 points clear with nine matches to play. I think there's a fair amount of quiet optimism, at least, even amongst uh, opposition fans uh, thinking that Sundowns are, are going to sweep to it. But as you say, you still need to get the job done. But, I mean, you've only won the Telkom knockout so far, but how important then is it to win the the league and then defend the Nedbank Cup crown to to claim a season's treble, knowing that only Pirates have done it? Well, it's uh, it, it, it's quite interesting because uh, as players we want to win as much as we can, and uh, at the moment we just want to make it so in, uh, at the club at Sunland that uh, we won. A lot of cups for the club because it's, it, it hasn't happened much in, in, in recent years where uh, the club has won trophies back to back at Sundown. And we want to make history. We want to make uh, our own name that uh, if other players come to the club, they, they must beat that, that, that record. And for us, it's one game at a time at the moment because uh, we know that we still have to play title contenders like 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 uh, sorry like Chiefs and uh, and Red. So for us, we're just taking one game at a time. We just wanna make history as players. Looking ahead at your opposition, though, Highlands Park, they're coached by uh, Alan Freeze, who's already won two cup competitions in his uh, relatively short coaching career or as, as head coach. He's somebody who's got some real experience, brought in some experienced players to his NFD club. Uh, what are you reading into to Highlands Park that have been slowly climbing the NFD standings? Look, we, 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 we respect every club, uh, every team, the way they, they come because uh, in football you never know who's going to bring you down. Like, no one expected us to be uh, beaten by, 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 by chicken in the Champions League and it was a lesson for us that there's no game that you can take for granted. So for us, uh, playing, playing, uh, Highlands Park, it's another big one. There's no small game in it because we've all seen, uh, the so-called smaller teams knocking out the big teams in the net bank cup. So for us, we, we just want to get, uh, 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 to the final because we are the defending champions. So, we, 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 we're looking forward to, to, to playing Highlands Park, which is a, a very good side, which is doing well also in the, 
in the NFP. So for us, we just want to focus on one game at a time because uh, we've got a lot of cups in front of us and every week we're shifting focus because after Island Park, we're playing again in the Champions League. So the guys know what is at stake. So we, we just want to win as much as we can as a club. You talk about that uh, loss to chicken in. I mean, is, was that almost what you needed uh, to, to sort of light a fire under you and reignite a passion? Was there any sense of complacency starting to creep in for a sundown side that everything seems to be going right for? Yeah, well, uh, I'll say it was like a wake-up call to us. Uh, if, if that had happened in the league, it was going to be a different story for us as, as we're leading the 10 points. Uh, a loss to chicken in, for me, I think it was a wake-up call for the guys to, to remind us that we, we, we also can lose games and uh, we, we just don't need to, to take everything for granted. And uh, it's, 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 it's built us up to where we are right now. So we, 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 I'll say it was, a, it, was a, it was good that we lost to chicken in, but at the same time, it's built us as players. Well, Dennis, uh, I know what it would mean to you to, to go on and win the actual CAF Champions League. It's a long way to go yet, but uh, certainly best of luck as you continue in the uh, CAF Champions League and uh, as you start your Nedbank Cup campaign and as, as indeed you try to close out the, uh, the league title race. Thank you very much. PSL Radio Show. Before we go, uh, I want to mention as well, down in Cape Town there's been a great deal happening because it's built up to Cycle Tour Week. And somebody who was passionate about the Cycle Tour was a man who was uh, actually race director of uh, the Two Oceans Marathon, uh, well-known in athletic circles, Chet Sainsbury. He passed away earlier today. He lost his battle with cancer at the age of 73. So, so sad to hear about Chet Sainsbury and condolences to friends and families of uh, Chet Sainsbury. But he loved the cycle tour. And uh, great news is, uh, for the next three days, uh, SFM Sports Broadcasts are going to be coming directly from Cape Town. Tune in tomorrow, 6.30 to 7. Brad Brown is going to be down in Cape Town. He's going to be bringing you all the action from the uh, Cape Argus Pick and Pace cycle tour, the build-up to Sunday's main event. But from the uh, producer, Siobhan Chetty, me, Dwayne DeLocker, have a lovely evening. Cheers. It's 7 o'clock.